Yay! The kids are finally asleep. So, do you feel like? I've got a feeling a boss fight's coming up. Ooh! I just got wrecked. Headshot, baby. Ooh! It's your turn to get the baby. So, are you up to the challenge? Run, 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 run! And we're dead. That's when I realized I have no idea what I'm doing. GG. Welcome back to another episode of the Gamer Parents Podcast. My name is Kevin, and I am joined by my wonderful wife, Joanne. Hello, 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 everybody. It's been a minute, a good minute. It's been a large handful of minutes since <laughs> we recorded an episode for this podcast. Exactly. Um, so if you're tuning back in, you probably know that we, or at least our last episode was in May, so I think just over six months ago. Was it May, really? Yeah, it, it was. I uh, I went back and checked. It felt longer than that. That's how much I've missed you guys. Yeah, uh, back in May, we wanted to take a little bit of a break. Didn't know it was going to be quite six months. Honestly, I was thinking like two or three months, True. which kind of things kept happening and turned into six months. Uh, but we did want to make sure to, to come back to the podcast and continue things where we left off. Exactly. And we're not abandoning ship or anything of that sort. We were just taking some time to adjust to a new life. We had a lot of crazy stuff going on between me having a new job, Joanne not having a computer to game on, and so kind of put a pause on the Gamer Parents podcast. But both of those things are now, you know, we're not really in the midst of all the craziness. So mm -hmm. here we are back at it. Yes, and to be honest, the life without computer has been like an eternity for me. <laughs> <laughs> for a gamer mom, it affects me so much without a PC. Yeah, I bet. Would, would me too. Well, I figured this week, since it's our first time back, we would do things a little bit different and forgo some of the normal things we would do in our weekly routine and just kind of stick to our recap instead of what's been going on the last week, what's been going on the last six months. So we have a lot of catching up to do mm -hmm. on everything that's been going on. Um, and also, I mean, we did just have Thanksgiving. So hope everybody had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Yes. It'll probably be... A week to, or two uh, ago is as when this episode will be coming out. Mm -hmm. uh, but still, hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving nonetheless, at least for our American listeners who celebrate that. Yes, happy Turkey Day, peeps. Yes. And speaking of Thanksgiving, let's go ahead and share what we did to celebrate. Yes, let's do it. So on Thanksgiving, we decided to make it a little bit simpler since we'll be cooking up a ton of stuff for Christmas. So we've decided to eat out instead. So we went to a Brazilian steakhouse. Which was really good. Mm-hmm. Eat all you can for the meats. And it and wasn't stuff. our first time there, right? Yes. The first time we were there, it was like seven years ago. And that was when I first met your parents. Yep. It was the first place that we kind of met each other's parents. And we actually went out for Thanksgiving. And we had only been dating for like a month. Yeah, talk about no pressure, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> but definitely an evening to remember. And here we are seven years later going to the same place for Thanksgiving. With two kids. Yep. A lot has changed since then. Except me. I stayed the same. You still look exactly the same. <laughs> Just kidding. But yes, the food was definitely as good as I remembered it. Actually, maybe better without the pressure. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, the food was great, um, as it usually always is at that place, which is, I guess, why we go back. But it's a nice treat, and it's a good way to, for us to celebrate the holiday together as a family. The and only regret I have is that we didn't take a bite of a pumpkin pie on Thanksgiving. Yeah, we had no pumpkin pie on Thanksgiving, which I feel like is not the best way to have Thanksgiving, but everything else was really good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. But it's okay. Can make it for Christmas, maybe. That's true. Let's let's make sure we have it for Christmas because I do really like pumpkin pie. You do? Ooh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, kind of. I mean, I like it, especially like for Thanksgiving or Christmas during the holidays. It's good, especially. Mm-hmm. Like that with my eggnog, and I'm covered for the holidays. And apple pie, of course. Mm-hmm. Yes, apple pie is a must. Yes, but now that Thanksgiving is over, we are officially getting ready for Christmas. Mm-hmm. We got all of our Christmas stuff out of the attic and started putting everything in its proper place throughout the house. The Christmas tree is up. The lights are on. Uh, you know, the Santa clauses are showing up around the house. The tree is decorated as well. And I think I got enough practice decorating this house that I did it pretty fast today. And maybe because our kids are older now, like three and five, they're able to help put the ornaments. Well, yeah, Faith broke an ornament today, but... Yeah, that's our three-year-old. Only one, yeah. That's bound to happen. And yeah, the house is set for Christmas. Not our game room, though. We still have to work on the lighting and stuff. That's true. That's, <laughs> that's, yeah, we should probably do that. Maybe soon. have a mini Christmas tree in our game room. Maybe. I do really like the Christmas colors. And if, if you've seen our game room, you kind of know we have a lot of different colored lights that are customizable. So we'll obviously change it to a lot of green and red. And, and the sort, uh, and white, I guess, for mm -hmm. Christmas colors. And that's always fun to have. Exactly. Plus all the Christmas carols come around. Christmas music. You were playing Christmas music earlier. Yeah, while was decorating. our first day of doing that while decorating. So mm -hmm. the next month or so is uh, kind of the really awesome time of the year, I feel like. Yes. Basically like... like A lot of fun stuff to Pre-Thanksgiving all the way through New Year's. Yeah, and all the food. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So that's on holidays. Yeah, so we still have kind of the last six months to catch people up on as far as like what's happening. Normally we cover that in a life segment as well as a gaming segment. So mm -hmm. I guess we can start with what's been going on in life. Yeah, so when my computer died, the first thing that we turned to was anime. And yep. one in particular that we have been talking about in the past few episodes as well was Naruto. We finish that and then we move on to uh, Naruto Shippuden. Mm -hmm. And man, it went from like wholesome to like every emotion imaginable. <laughs> I feel like it, the whole 500 episodes of Naruto Shippuden, yes, you've heard me right, it's 500 episodes. Yep. Yeah, it was a very long binge for us. Yeah, it, it uh, took longer than I thought it would. I mean, not that we were watching like a ton of them at a time, mm -hmm. but it, it, yeah, I mean, it, out of the six months, it took maybe five. Yeah, definitely. Like, like we've been maybe done for only like a month with of the show. So mm -hmm. it took a while to get through all of them. And it was good. I enjoyed every step of the way. Yeah, I feel like it pulled on my heartstrings the entire the entire way <laughs> yeah amazing amazing anime um it i don't know I'm, I'm sure it's like some people it's their favorite a lot of people that watch multiple animes probably have others um that they are drawn to but i've just always really liked Naruto. i've i've been always an anime person growing up um and 
I have to admit that Naruto is, I mean, it's not like the prettiest, um, you know, like nowadays a lot of animes look better, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. But Naruto's storyline is really good. Like, like it's almost therapeutic, if you ask me. So I would definitely encourage those who have not watched Naruto to just try it. Just watch the first episode of Naruto, the regular Naruto first before Shippuden. And then let me know what you think. Yeah, there you go. You will you have Joanne's recommendation, and I totally agree. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we watch some more of it at some point, like years from now. Go back and watch it again, or something. Maybe yes. maybe when Dylan's a little bit older, he can appreciate that a little bit more. But probably a few, at least a few years away from that. Mm-hmm. And but- I'm still on the Naruto fever, by the way. Like even though we've been done watching it a month ago i feel like i'm still hooked on it and still looking at its merch you know and all that <laughs> yeah and i am still watching like some like fan theory videos of like things that they kind of addressed in the show but not really and people have their own ideas on or mm-hmm. i guess naruto conspiracy theories <laughs> probably a good way to put it uh, but speaking of naruto and anime uh, one thing that we did over the last six months is we went to anime houston yes remember that i forget which month that was in but it was at least a couple months ago mm-hmm. but it was a anime convention that they hold here in houston uh we got to go we only went to one day right yeah but we got to see some pretty cool stuff right we got to see the what was that again the kaminari taiko like the Something. lightning drums yeah. yeah i mean i just remember taiko the only uh part of it that i remember but that was really cool right like the big heavy drums japanese yeah. style mm-hmm. um that was yeah, I mean, it was really, it was kind of like hard to like stop watching or listening um, just to like what they were doing in their performance and just the huge thundering drums and was really unlike anything I've probably ever seen in person before. Mm-hmm. So that was really interesting and cool to see. Uh, also, are there tons of vendors, which is one of our favorite parts. I feel like going to these conventions, even yes. though we've only been to a few of them, more to come later. Definitely more to come. And what do you remember? We bought something, or probably a few things. We bought some Funko Pops oh, yeah. to add to our Funko Pop collections. I believe you bought only Naruto ones. Yes, but not just Naruto. It's like all of my favorite villains in Naruto. <laughs> right. Also, yeah, like Funko Pops, some, some of them can vary drastically in price. So obviously there's that. I think they were just happen to be some of the cheaper ones. But like, I think even like the Naruto or Gara ones were like 50 or 60 bucks, which was kind of mm-hmm. crazy. But it is what it is, and um, so we added a few Funko Pops to our collection, um, picked out from there. But I also got something else I thought was really cool, which was a kunai, or not a kunai, a chakra blade. Chakra blade, from yeah. From Naruto, right? That's uh, the like one what, Asuma yeah, sensei. what Asuma uses, mm-hmm. um, and it, you know, it even has like the handle grip or whatever, everything like that. So it's really pretty cool, um, and it looks pretty fancy and feels pretty legit, but kind of a cool... Piece and it has the Konoha symbol on it and stuff, mm-hmm. so it's easily recognized as from the show. So that was kind of cool to kind of add to our, you know, nerd collection. Yes. I think that's the only stuff we bought there. I wanted to buy a lot more, but they have, always have so much cool stuff, but I have to restrict myself a little bit. Mm-hmm. Stay on our budget. a little <laughs> bit of willpower, yeah, not yeah. to buy everything that I like. So also, uh, after all the vendors and everything, we... So there was a table set up 
with another podcast, you know, a few other podcasters that were there, they had their own table. Um, and it said assuming positions, I believe is what they said on there. Yep. Um, cause they are the assuming positions podcast mm-hmm. and they were giving out candy, which was a huge draw for me. Cause I love, <laughs> I love my candy. They had, I believe it was Laffy Taffy. Uh, and so we went over there and introduced ourselves, said hello, told them we had our own little podcast that we do as well and got to talking to them. Um, you know, kind of about bad podcasting and stuff and what they do and what we do. And of course we were wearing our gamer parents podcast shirt too. So that made it a little bit more obvious of, you know, who we were. Mm-hmm. And after that, you know, we exchanged contact details and ended up getting invited to be on one of their episodes for their podcast, Yeah, which was really neat. So it was kind of like during our six month hiatus, somewhat in the middle of that, I feel like we kind of got to go in and record an episode with them, which was obviously a little bit different than what we normally do here, but it was kind of nice to go back and, you know, do a little bit of podcasting while we were on a break. Yeah. Kind of make us get our fix in. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's fair to say. Yeah. And, you know, it was basically them just kind of asking us questions and us talking about mostly gaming type stuff, some stuff on like, you know, parenting and our background stories and Mm -hmm. all kinds of stuff. So if you want to hear that episode, go check out Assuming Positions podcast. I don't have the exact episode number. I forget, but it was probably within the last couple months. Yeah. Although definitely send us a note if you want and I can send you the link. I think that's it for Anime Houston. Mm-hmm. Since we're on the topic of conventions, we also went, this one was more recent, we went to Collecticon. Yes, Collecticon Houston. Which was also in Houston. I don't know if there's other ones or if this one's... I think it's just Collectica. Or maybe there is. There I think is. there is. There You're is. right. You're probably right about that. Mm-hmm. You're usually right about things, by the way. Collecticon had the voice speaker of Naruto. Yeah, had the, the voice actor for Naruto. Yeah. This is all the you know, English version. Yeah. Of course. And Jiraiya. Yep, Jiraiya. Voice of Jiraiya was there. The voice of the Dragon Ball uh, Goku, Goku yep, was voice also of Goku there. Goku was there. There was a lot. There was um, a lot, but that caught my eye, and that's why I was like, "Kevin, you gotta see this." <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wouldn't mind. The one that's one thing we didn't get to do while we were there is like kind of a meet and greet with any of the voice actors. The lines were just so ridiculously long. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of people at oh, that one. Chuck Norris was there too. Even Chuck Norris was there, which I really wanted to ask him what his favorite Chuck Norris joke was because <laughs> I I feel like there was a time, and I don't know if it was this way for everybody. Like at some point when I was in high school, like Chuck Norris jokes were like everybody's thing for like a while, and there was like so many good Chuck Norris jokes, and I don't know, it just seemed like it was the the, the craze, I guess, for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm sure he is obviously aware of that and probably knows a lot of jokes about himself that are not bad towards him, but like are funny. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't know that. I just know really? that my my father used to really like Chuck Norris, so it's like during their time, mm-hmm. you know. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. We did get to see him from afar at least, which is kind of cool. Like at least I can say I've seen Chuck Norris. I don't think there's that many celebrities that I could say that I've seen. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of cool. Yeah, <laughs> even though it was like at a distance and we didn't talk to him or anything like that, but it was still kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, it being Collecticon, it was way more focused on like collectibles yep so like a lot of pokemon card vendors a lot a lot it was mostly all 
like card vendors. Yes. Probably at least more than half. Yeah, I mean, there were like vendors for like comics, remember? Marvel Comics. Yeah, I mean, there was like, yeah, for comics, for toys, for like, there was one that had like tons of backpacks, right? Oh, yes. And action figures. Yeah. um, Ones that sold different like weapons, like that they Mm -hmm. created, right? Uh, Ones that sold tons of different like posters and drawing, like artwork related stuff. Oh, yeah. There was vendors that sold like, most of them sold like a lot of cards, but whether it be Pokemon cards, Yu-Gi-Oh cards, mm-hmm. Magic the Gathering cards, yep. all of which I have collected at various points in my life. So those are kind of cool to go and check and like see what cards are going for crazy, ridiculous amounts Yeah, and everything, which is kind of like mind boggling to me, but um, still cool to go and see and, you know. And I remember like you having that conversation with one of the vendors saying like, if only you could, was it the vendors or another person who was there saying that you guys wish if you could turn back time and not open any of your uh, Pokemon packs and stuff, yeah. it would have been like so expensive now, you know? Yeah, I think um, that was funny. I thought. Yeah. So, I mean, to kind of add detail to that, when I was a kid and collected like base set Pokemon mm-hmm. cards, the first set that came out in English. I think they're probably sold for like 600, 700. I don't even know. I haven't checked. Um, but like it's at least multiple hundreds of dollars like per pack, which is like, I don't know, 12 cards mm-hmm. and like has one rare, which may or may not be worth anything. And I don't even know like how many of those I opened up as a kid. But like <laughs> if I, I wish I had just known to like save all of them and just sell them now and could buy like a house <laughs> or like right. something crazy. So. Uh, yeah, it's just something that probably a lot of people think about when they have like an old collection like that. <laughs> yeah, like I've never been to like a Pokemon grading thing, you know, like mm-hmm. there were like vendors there selling cards that were graded and stuff. And I remember looking at one card and I even took a picture of it. It was like $10,000 for yep. one card, guys. Yeah, there was one box of those same Pokemon cards, like packs. Which is, I think it's like 20 packs or something like that. And it was like 200 and something thousand dollars. Yeah, 250,000. And I'm like, oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's crazy. It is, yeah, it's absurd. But people buy it and it sells. So, yeah. I don't know. Some, some people have the money for that kind of stuff. <laughs> so, since we were on the topic of collectibles and kind of on Pokemon cards, one thing that I had mentioned in previous episodes was that I was going through my old Pokemon card collection, organizing everything. And so now fast forward six months, I actually ended up sending about 30 something cards in to get graded and got those grades back. So it's sent into PSA, which is uh, one of the, one of the more Mm well-known card grading companies. Um, They're, Fairly well respected out of all the, the different companies that do that. And, um, you know, it took a couple of months to actually get back after I sent them in. Mm-hmm. And I finally got them back a couple of weeks ago. And I haven't gone through them yet. Uh, so I don't even know, like, what the grades were necessarily um, on them. But I want to go, go through them on stream. So if you're listening to this and you're interested in Pokemon cards, particularly graded Pokemon cards and want to uh, see me going through them and talking about them some, uh, check out our next stream, which will be announced. probably be maybe the weekend after this episode comes out. Probably. Probably the one I'm thinking. Obviously, 
I'll put a date out there on Twitter and our Discord. And Instagram. And Instagram. If uh, if you want to, you know, follow us there and, and catch that announcement to figure out what date that's going to be. But maybe Friday or Saturday night after this episode comes out. Something like that. I'll figure it out. And I'm going to make sure I get everything set up to, to show the cards off properly mm-hmm. and all of that. And we'll get to go through it for the first time for me. So you'll get to witness uh, my first reaction to a lot of those as well. So that should be a fun stream. So still on the life segment, what else has been going on in life? I know we did our first camping experience with our kids. Yeah, we did. That was something that was mostly pushed by me because yes. I loved camping like growing up and loved. like as a kid, as a teenager, <laughs> as a you know college student, like I pretty much always liked camping. And uh, first time doing it, like, since being married and having kids and everything. So it's been a while since I've, like, done actual camping. And we were supposed to go on a camping trip, like, with a bunch of other families. Mm -hmm. But then our son got sick. Yep. And so we had to kind of cancel that trip for us. And he was, like, so devastated. Yeah, he was really looking forward to it because I kept, like, psyching him up about it, too. Mm -hmm. Because he, you know, pretty much only knows about it from, like, what I tell him. And uh, so he was sad he couldn't go. So we had decided then, you know, couldn't didn't do our thing with all the other families, which would have been nice to do. So we just did our own little thing once he was feeling better in our backyard. Yep, we did. So we went camping in our backyard. Yep, we are one of those people who go camping in their own backyard. I love it. And uh, it was, yeah, we, so we set up the whole tent and tarp and had a little fire pit thing going. We... We had a, it has a grill over it, oh, yeah. so we threw some hot dogs and hamburgers mm-hmm. on there, um, had those for dinner, and then, of course, like you mentioned, s'mores, which s'mores. are one of the best desserts ever. Mm-hmm. If you've never had a s'more, you need to do yourself a favor and get one quick. And yeah, then we slept in the tent in our backyard all night. Yeah, and that part, I don't. I, I wish, only thing that I regretted was I didn't see how comfortable it was like until we were going to sleep. And at mm-hmm. that point, it was like kind of too late to do anything about it. Because mm-hmm. if I had like checked, like, oh, how's, how's this, is this comfortable? How's this going to feel? Am I going to be able to go to sleep later tonight? I probably would have like put some extra padding underneath all of us yeah. like, to make it a little bit more comfortable. Because like, you know, last time I went camping, I was probably like 60 pounds lighter, <laughs> lighter than I am now. And it was a lot more comfortable to just lay there, you know, on, yep. a, on a on a sleeping bag and tent and tarp was enough. Mm-hmm. But man, like it was it was uncomfortable. It was almost brutal. Like it hurt to like lay there. It it did. I remember like when I last came, that was like probably in high school, and yeah, I was like forty pounds less or thirty pounds less. And, and you're you're not even you're not like a heavy person at all. Um, <laughs> So I'd imagine it's probably a little better for you than for me, but still, mm. it's not comfortable. Exactly. I was awake till four in the morning. Like, it wasn't from the cold. It was just from the hard bottom. <laughs> yeah, I felt like I was going to have, like, bruises on myself, like, the next day. And, yeah. of course, like, my body ached. It hurt a yeah. little bit the next day. It, it ached and the whole it day. It just kind of reminded me I'm not as, we're not as young as we used to be. I know. Or we can't just get away with anything. Our kids, of course, once they fell asleep, they slept fine. I know, they did. They enjoyed it. Yeah, they, yeah. Dylan said he wanted to do it again, by the way. So I have that to talk about later. Mm-hmm. And not Faith, though. Oh, uh, yeah, she didn't. Um, which, that's a whole other story we won't even get into. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That'll just take longer. I know. <laughs> and moving on from that, 
we also have some new life changes to our kids' schedule apart from like school. Um, Dylan has started playing the piano, and、mm-hmm. Faith started taking ballet. So things also has been a little bit more hectic than usual with like practices and whatnot.、Mm-hmm. And I love that he is so into it. At first, I was kind of worried whether he would like enjoy it, you know, because you know sometimes music is not for everyone. But then surprisingly, he was really into it. Yay! And he's been trying to like give lessons to every person who comes in. Whether、yeah, it's yeah, I mean the babysitter, like my parents, <laughs> me and you, of course. Like the only person he hasn't tried to give lessons to is Faith, is his little sister. Yeah, he normally doesn't want anything to do with her. <laughs> I know that's funny. <laughs>、um, but yeah, I feel like something clicked for him, like at some point,、mm-hmm. like o- over the last six months. Like at the beginning, he was like okay with it. And、then it was kind of like I don't want to do it anymore. I don't、mm-hmm. like it. And then all of a sudden, it's like, can I play piano at like seven a.m. in the morning? I know.、Um, like now he wants to do it all the time. Yeah. You know, and he wants to to teach other people like how to do it. And he goes through his book like, and we have to try and like not let him go past where he is in his class, like with his teacher. Did I tell you he even tried to teach the house cleaners how to do it? Oh no, that's <laughs> it funny. It was funny, and I'm like, let them work, Dylan. That's pretty funny. <laughs> So yeah, Dylan's playing the piano now.、Um, he's not really doing a whole lot more in terms of gaming. He's kind of playing playing a lot of Mario Party、mm-hmm. over the last six months. He beat me in Mario Party. I was、yep. so shocked. I mean, like I know it's more like luck and whatnot, but still, like even the you know the one that has the river and whatnot. Yeah, he did really well, and I was just like impressed because he's so young and he can already beat me. Yeah, he's starting to get pretty good. I feel like Mario Party is one game, the only game that we have that he's playing that like he is able to do it like on his own now for the most、mm-hmm. part. Other games are a little bit harder, but that one he's yeah he's he's got it down pretty well. Yeah, pretty soon he'll be able to do Fortnite. Yeah, I really <laughs> I really want him to like be able to play games that are like fun for us. Yeah, like Fall、um, Guys, Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, like Fall Guys is okay. Um, it was something that's more cooperative that we could play together, right? Yeah. Like Fortnite would be cool. Be cool to squad up, like me, you, and Dylan, our son, and like just go out and as a family and and、uh, massacre people. So、mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's always everyone's family goals, right? Yeah. So, I guess that's a good segue into gaming,、mm-hmm. uh, since we were talking about.、Uh, Dylan's gaming a little bit now. To us, over the last six months, I feel like we slowed down our pace a little bit on the games that we were playing, but we still did a lot over the last six months. So, to jump into what I guess everyone's hopefully been waiting for is the gaming stuff.、Uh, I guess I'll try to go chronologically. Some of the older stuff I don't remember as well as like one of the last things were said on the podcast or where we were exactly. So I think I had mixed. Reviews on Returnal, probably to say the least,、mm-hmm. and I did end up never beating that.、Mm-hmm. Although it's still kind of on my list to go back to, like especially now that a friend of mine has a PS5. So if he ends up wanting to try Returnal, I might play yeah, like the cooperative mode with him. But right now, it's not like first on my list to get back to and finish because it wasn't that drawn for me. I don't know. I I didn't really uh. Wasn't my favorite game、um, when I was playing it, at least, and had some other ones I wanted to get into. So、mm-hmm. that one, not not a whole lot has changed there. 
Uh, after that, I did play through Sonic Frontiers, which is kind of like the open world Sonic game mm-hmm. that came out last year, I believe. But I played it probably middle of this year. And I ended up getting the Platinum Trophy, which mm-hmm. is my first Platinum Trophy ever, which if you're not familiar with what a Platinum Trophy is, it's when you get all of the trophies from the game. And if you get every single trophy, then that gives you the Platinum Trophy. Yeah. Yeah, so that was actually not that hard. I mean, I finished the game and maybe it was like two or three sittings later I picked up the Platinum Trophy, so there wasn't a whole lot of extra work into it, which is kind of why I wanted to go for it. And plus, I don't have one yet. At least I don't think I do. I think that's the only one that I know of, although I never really like tried to get them before, mm-hmm. so that was new for me. Um, after Sonic, I did end up beating Breath of the Wild, which I think I talked about some beforehand. Mm-hmm. So Zelda Breath of the Wild, I was kind of like in and out of for a while. Yeah. I did end up finishing that off on a work trip mm-hmm. where I had a few nights away from home and I just played a lot of Breath of the Wild and got that game uh, finished. And then after that, I did play some Pokemon Arceus. Mm-hmm. And I still am kind of playing some Pokemon Arceus. Yeah. Which was my first Pokemon game, like, probably since Leaf Green, which was a long time ago <laughs> on the old Game Boys. Um, so I did play, like, a lot of the older Pokemon games, and so that was, like, my first of the newer kind of games. And I got to a point where, like, credits ran, and I thought that was the end of the game. And it seems like they kept, like, giving more, like, primary quests to do after that, or, like, story quests. So, like, I don't know why credits rolled when they did. I feel like the game wasn't really over yet. They didn't really seem like side quest stuff. It was, like, still seeming to be, like, important stuff compared to the normal side quests. So the game went on quite a bit longer than that. And then after... And I still know I'm not even, like, completely done with all the quests. My last... Your last quest or whatever is to, like, finish the Pokedex. And then you can go and, I guess, confront Arceus, which that's the part that I am at. I haven't done it yet, but I also had the goal. One of the things I wanted to do was like finish the Pokemon entries for mm. each Pokemon. So it's like not just catching the Pokemon, then also getting their research level up to 10. So like you have to do certain things with each one to get it up to 10. And so I did that with every single Pokemon except Unknown. That's the only one that I have left, which I am probably one sitting away from finishing that off. And then I can go confront Arceus, and then I think I'm done. I think I'm done after that. Um, Yeah, I think that's everything that I wanted to do. So I'm really close to, like, being completely done with that game, although I'm very, very, very deep into it right now. And so that's kind of a game that I've been playing for a while. Mm -hmm. Uh, But also in there, I did play Far Cry 6 on the PS5, and I played through that whole game pretty quickly, I feel like. Yeah. I didn't... Like, it was kind of, like, I still had all these games that I wanted to get through, and I kind of just mostly just did the primary stuff, but I still really enjoyed it, and, you know, the story was great, the combat was great, it was a successful Far Cry game for me. I think I liked Far Cry 5 maybe a little bit better, Mm -hmm. just because of, like, the scenery and the story, Although this one was good too, so it's, it's hard. It's hard, it's hard to say. They're, they're kind of different, yeah. you know. You have like the, I think it was like Montana Colt in the, you know, with the Joseph Seed yeah. family and everything it's in Far Cry Five. Very and northern. Then this one is kind of like, you know, dictatorship 
um, Cuban. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Like island. You're on like an know. island and yeah, you're trying to, you know, dethrone the dictator basically. And so that it's, it's, it was interesting, kind of a different feel, but I love, I love this one too, this mm-hmm. Far Cry 6. And of course, when it comes to mobile games, uh, if you know me, you know that I'm still all about that Marvel Snap. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm still playing it. I'm still splurging on every battle pass that comes out just to get the extra cards and credits and gold and all that good stuff. I'm still playing Marvel Snap daily, and I'm still enjoying it. I'm still loving it, basically just as much as I ever was. So I'm probably not going away anytime soon. <laughs> With all the card collecting stuff, I did have an interest to get back into Yu-Gi-Oh! a little bit. Card really? game that I had played ages ago, probably when I was like in high school, middle school and high school, I guess. And they have a like online game. It's Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duels. Yeah, it's called Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel. And, you know, it's basically you get to play Yu-Gi-Oh! online against other players. And it's nothing like how I remembered Yu-Gi-Oh! to be, which if you've been playing Yu-Gi-Oh! like since the beginning, you probably know exactly what I'm talking about, but I feel like they changed the game so much between like adding all of these different, instead of a fusion deck, it's like an extra deck and there's like link cards and all these other like cards that were like types that were new and like did not even exist when I used to play it. And it used to be, if you, I feel like it used to be way simpler, and then now it's like combo after combo and effect and triggers and activations and <laughs> all these crazy things. I'm like, I don't even know why, what the heck is going on anymore. <laughs> um, and like cards used to do like somewhat simple things and it, like it was easy to follow. And like, I don't know if it's just changed that much or like if now that I'm older, like I don't have the patience for like cards that have paragraph and paragraph of you know, affect information to like read through to like figure out what it, the most of the most of them, like I'm not, I don't have time to read everything. So I'm just like letting it happen and then playing into things and just getting demolished. So I don't know, like I was into it for like a week or two, but it didn't last that long. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I kind of thought that might take over Marvel snap for a short second, but uh, definitely did not. So mm-hmm. I am back off of Yu-Gi-Oh, but it was, it was cool. Now I'm somewhat, caught up a little bit on how crazy that game is now oh one other game that we did play just a f- couple of times was a i forget the name i think it's naruto ultimate ninja storm 3 yeah it's the one on the ps3 is, yeah it's on it's an old game it's on the ps3 and after we finished watching naruto like i found that when i was going through my old ps3 games and i was like oh we should totally try this so we played that for like a few nights and it's it's an old, you know, it's a PS3 game. So I feel like, you know, it could be enhanced a little bit with like if it were newer. And obviously the there were still a lot of characters you can play. It was mm-hmm. kind of fun. Like, you know, I, I had fun playing against you for that. Yeah. Um, it was It's a fun game. Um, I did end up buying Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm. I forget it's a, it's a different name, but it's basically the seventh one, I believe. Um, that just came out maybe like a week ago. I don't think I told you yet, but I bought that and it's on its way. Ooh, are you um, going to surprise me all? Yes, I got it for Black Friday. And uh, so, I, yeah, that's one that I want to play um, once it arrives. So nice. Between you and our other friends, we'll have some uh, some good battles going on there. Uh, basically the newest in the series for that game. So that'll mm-hmm. be fun. Yes. So the other game that we've been playing together 
Yes. I'll let you get into that because because you haven't done as much gaming probably over the last six months as me with my work trips and just my later nights gaming. Yeah. I've been doing my own mobile gaming while you're playing all your PS5 games Mm -hmm. since I have no computer. I mean, I finished Mortuary Assistant. Yes. And then... um, Like every ending, I think. Every ending, yeah. And then I've been playing my puzzles and survival Resident Evil game on mobile. And I'm now level... Commander level 46. Yeah, you've been playing that for a while. Like, you were playing that a while before we started the podcast. The whole time through. Like, every night, you're like, I gotta do my dailies, gotta do my dailies. Yeah. So, I mean, you should be pretty high up there, I would expect. (laughs) Yeah, it's getting more fun now that I'm involved in more events and being the top. Are you like 10 the, the guild leader and, now? No, I I have no time for that. Yeah. <laughs> but it's really fun, and it's just exciting that everyone's from different parts of the world and communicating in different languages on our guild chat. And you know all the languages? No, I do not. We have just a translator. <laughs> okay. And um, so that's my gaming part. And then once we got our computer, which mm-hmm. was like a couple months ago, I think, um, we've been playing Baldur's Gate 3. Yep. And that is kind of fun. At first, it took me a while to get used to because turn-based thing is like kind of time-consuming, if you ask me, especially when you have a lot of enemies. Yeah, it can be. I feel like we've gotten better at it like because mm-hmm. i think we know what we're doing and you know yeah. we know kind of exactly what we want to do and it's less about like trying to figure out where do we want to move what do we yeah. want to do who do we want to hit like all yeah. that kind of stuff because i'm so used to like how lost art or uh war warcraft how we all move in there and this one is kind of like different mm-hmm. so that took a while to get used to but we pick it up really fast and now that we're in Baldur's gate it's like more exciting story and you me so it's a four player game right so so you me and chris are playing it together and we have one npc obviously well you can choose who controls who so really technically there's no npcs one since there's only three of us one person controls two characters essentially Mm -hmm. and we each have our own character for the most part Mm -hmm. But, but yeah Pretty fun so far. Yeah, we just hit max level, which I think is 12. Yeah. I want to say. I would say it's the max, right? That's what I was told. Yeah. We've been basically been led by a friend of ours. So I think the max level is 12, which we just hit. I don't know how far through the game we are. I hope we're not that close to the end because. Really? I kind of wait. Like, the story is really pretty wanna... good. Yeah. yeah I, I have no idea like how, how quick or you know how short or long it's going to take to get to the end. But I do miss Warcraft, not gonna lie. <laughs> World of Warcraft? Or World what? of Warcraft, yep. I mean. Yeah, so that's something that I want to get back to. Yeah, maybe. I mean, they announced the latest expansion, which mm-hmm. I forget the name, what it's going to be, or when it's going to come out. But, I don't know, I mean... I think it's out this month. They do usually come out, like, November, December. Mm-hmm. I feel like. So you might be right about that. Oh, yeah, maybe. Maybe yeah. we do get back into WoW again. One I don't day. know. One day. We'll see. I'm not really in, like, a huge hurry to do that, just because we have... I just bought some more games with yeah. Black Friday, and we have game pass there if we want it holidays and <laughs> so the finish baldur's gate and yeah there's still a lot of stuff to do and just not enough time to do it yep gamer parents life <laughs> yes so that's baldur's gate 3 the other game that i am playing right now besides that is elden ring 
and I got it on Steam, so I'm playing it on PC uh, with a friend of mine, actually the same one that we're playing Baldur's Gate with, which we play a lot of stuff with him. And we are doing the seamless co-op in Elden Ring, which is technically like a mod, which is why we both have to be playing it on PC and allows us to like do like actual co-op in Elden Ring and not like just summon each other like constantly how like old Dark Souls games were. So that's been that's made the game a lot easier, I feel like, because there's like two of us the whole time and that's just it should make things easier. Uh, so I'm, I think it's making me actually enjoy the game a little bit more just because of that. Like, you know, if I die, as long as he stays alive, then we're good. And, you know, I can always come back. And so it's, it's, made, it's made it easier for obvious reasons, I feel like. Now, does the difficulty of the bosses get harder when there's two of you? Or? I don't think so. No? Okay. Yeah. I mean, usually in other games, like, you would try to summon your friends, like, on the bosses because that's the hardest parts. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... Technically, it doesn't really make that any easier because you'd probably be summoning them for those anyways. But it just makes like the rest of the game smoother as you're just running around and exploring and stuff together versus by yourself. So it just makes it more fun being co-op and having a friend to explore with versus going everything solo. Hmm. But I think that's it for gaming as well. So we would normally go through like new games and all that stuff, but we're going to not do that this week just because our life and gaming update was so long yeah so it's been a while since we've gone through and telling people where they could find us so let's go ahead and do that mm-hmm. if you want to check us out on youtube you can on our gamer parents podcast channel where we upload this podcast episode audio only on youtube uh, that's about it that's on youtube right now um, but you can also check us out on Twitter at twitter.com slash GamerParentsPod. Or X. <laughs> I guess technically it might be X. I, th- I think last I checked, it was still like the URL was still Twitter. But if it's not, then obviously X. Mm-hmm. Or over on Instagram. At Gamer underscore Parents underscore Podcast, where you could see pictures of what's been happening, whether it's at Anime Houston, CollectCon, or our vacations, and as well as some of my World of Warcraft cooking. And if you could give us a like, follow, subscribe, review, whatever it is, wherever it is, we would greatly appreciate it. The best place to come and hang out with us would definitely be our Discord server, mm-hmm. where for the most part, now that we are both back to playing on PC, we are Pretty much in the voice chat, like almost every night. Yeah. There, uh, talking with friends and family. Mm-hmm. So, if you want to join our gamer parents family and want to hang out and talk with us, uh, we would definitely invite you into the Discord server and you know, chat with us, whether that be by text or voice chat as well. Yeah. So we're definitely around for you guys there. But that is it for now. I mean, definitely will be something new getting back into recording these on a weekly basis. But I'm looking forward to it. And streaming as well. Yeah, we will kind of get our streaming schedule back on as well. Probably starting with the card one, which I'm thinking would probably be like more on a weekend. I know in the past we normally streamed on Tuesdays, which we'll probably get back to that at some point. So more to come on the stream schedule. And... Yeah, follow us on Twitter or join the Discord to keep up with what's going on, anything that we have planned. But that's all that we have for you this time. We'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.